This is the K-Pop Cast. I'm your K-Pop DJ, DJ Pirlo, and I'm joined by K-Pop Cast PD Nim, Michaela. Hello, everybody. With East Coast co-host Ariana. Hey, hey, hey. And today we'll be talking about EXO's Tempo. Letting you know if this song is Daybok or not. But before we discuss EXO's comeback, let's get our hit replays. Hit replays are songs we recommend y'all listen to on replay for the week. So, what's making you hit replay, Michaela? Oh, uh, okay. I think I have the best hit replay this oh. time around <laughs> because Ouch. this is my number one K R and B winter release for the end of the year so far. I've got the second single off of Sam Kim's new EP, Sun and Moon. It's called Make Up. This track is so good, it completely wrecked all of my expectations going into it, and I really can't wait for part two to come out. Can we make up in the morning? I think everybody should go check this out when they want to be in their feelings and listening to a nice smooth R&B jam. Mm. In their feelings. Yeah. Mm. Also, also go check out the acoustic version on YouTube. All of the visuals for this album were filmed in Kazakhstan, so it's yes. set like he's in the middle of this beautiful mountain landscape. And he's a really amazing live performer. I think that's where he shines the most. So I definitely recommend go seeing more live performances of his. But Ariana, what 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 do you think is your hit replay that can contend with this one? Oh, I you you thought you were gonna win this battle, but let's be honest, <laughs> I won this battle. Oh. I picked Stray Kids N Dash S, I aka North South, aka Opposites. It's got a lot of names. Um, I I actually would say I love every song on this album, but this song is one I literally can't get enough of. It's these like weirdly deep lyrics, but it's over the swaggiest of swag rap beats, and every member gets their chance to be an MC on it, which is amazing. For me, Ooh. the major major highlights are the two Australians who fully lean into their accents, and then Woo Jin has a really really fun line where he says red light green light swag and my boyfriend just keeps he just <laughs> oh, keeps wow. texting it to me every day he texts it once a day to me okay I think we know the new thing that we just need to say to each other in our group chat now just red light green light swag yeah well, you guys what have to listen context, to it it's though like is it like you have to go with the swag now um swag. he's got the least amount of swag in the group I would say but you know <laughs> he's that he's wow. the mama but you know what he he it's enough for me to be totally in love with him just for that moment. Well, like real life swag. Bio, what's the man? I'm good, 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 good life. Good, 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 and their song, Pop Stars. Oh, okay. I um, think you've got a, the one that can top all of ours right now because that was amazing. Sorry, go on. Oh, <laughs> yes, indeed it was. In case you, our listeners, weren't already aware, the video game uh, developer Riot Games tapped 
Soyeon and Minyeon of G Idol or I Idol uh, or uh, however you say, say it in Korean. <laughs> I know that G is silent. I so, yeah, there we go. Thank you, Michaela. <laughs> so they tap those two girls to be a part of this highly produced music video. Yes, the CGI visuals are impressive, and the virtual video game idols look like something out of a Victoria's Secret catalog. Yes, but mm-hmm. that's not the reason why you should listen to it. You should listen to it oh, no. from my main girl, Soya, <laughs> and her killer raps and adjuncts. Listen to it for so young, if nothing else. Yeah, no, definitely. The augmented visual, what was it? The augmented reality visuals were amazing. Yes. I was going on On about it in the chat, but apparently. In the so comments good. of the video, everybody's just talking about Soyeon. Yep, that sounds <laughs> that's right. That's the right reason. Yep. <laughs> well, that wraps up our hit replays. Moving on, let's discuss EXO's tempo. Don't mess on my tempo. So, Michaela, how are you feeling about this? It's been like a whole year since we've seen EXO. Is that right? Yeah, I'm not ready for this. <laughs> Honestly, my, my little history with EXO is they were my original sort of bias group when I was getting into to male groups before it was just all girl groups and shiny. And then my heart got broken in 2014 and BTS got me on the rebound. So it's been a lot longer than a year for me getting back into EXO, but this was a great release to start off. So, I mean, just looking at this music video first off i i want to say that like we've long known sm entertainment to film many of their iconic music videos in a very mm-hmm. obvious like four wall soundstage which we affectionately refer to here on the k-pop cast as the sm box, the box. in this music video by exo we literally see the members trapped in boxes trying to free, break free in a box stage and they're holding cubes it's like you've got boxes and top of boxes yeah. within boxes navigating through boxes it's like <laughs> boxception yeah i i remember earlier this year the tvxq comeback did something similar in kind of both videos but it was like i was like why is everything in a square in a box and a square <laughs> on top of a box i'm so confused but sm really likes those boxes That sounds so inappropriate. So speaking of boxes (laughs) and odd symbolism, um, Ariana, you you had some thoughts on on what the visuals were for this music video. Obviously, this is part of the bizarre exoplanet alien concept. um, Mm -hmm. And where power gave us like the video games in space, here we get motorcycles (laughs) and revolving rooms and then the boys are like doubling up in each room in their own like melodrama, which I didn't Ooh. really. Yeah, it was really interesting. Like mm-hmm. each boy had their own story. Yeah. Um, and then the boys kind of, I, I they were like glitching in between the moving scenes, and then sometimes turn, turning into the mysterious helmeted man who opens the video. 
I wasn't sure who that was. At some point, he was Kai. At some point, he was uh, Baekhyun. So, yeah, I, yeah, there was like a lot of interesting stuff going on there. I mean, mm-hmm. I wonder if that glitching was like a traitor among them. Yeah. So if you weren't already familiar, and I'm not speaking to you XOLs who probably already know this, and Michaela, who I'm sure <laughs> <Yeah>. knows <laughs> all the theory as well, but, mm-hmm. you know, in this like EXO concept, they are space aliens from the planet EXO. And they've been in this galactic ongoing battle with the Red Force. And I mean, we've seen that across a lot of their music videos. It's usually them like rebelling against the Red Force or confronting this evil Red Force in a lot of their, mm. of their comebacks. In this case, we kind of see that um, in that red maze. And I wonder, like, you know, that glitching person, could that be like a betrayer, a Judas mm. in their midst? Or is it just like, you know, the Red Force pretending to be one of them or mm. wandering through that maze with them? It's not clear to me. Well, that makes sense because near the end, the cubes kind of turn on and I guess a power kind of thing. I wasn't really sure. And then there's a moment where all of them appear to like have a glitch mm-hmm. except for Dio. Yeah. He, he's he's not glitching. And so I wonder, is everybody bad except for Dio or is Dio the bad guy? So that's really interesting that you think that it's like maybe a traitor in the midst. I wonder if it's everybody's the traitor or just Dio is the traitor. Or we could be completely. I mean, I, I'm i going to say like I looked into this <laughs> and it was incredibly obtuse for me. Like even taking yeah. into the account of the history of everything EXO. It's not the first time we've mm-hmm. seen EXO in a maze. Like we saw mm-hmm. this in Overdose, right? Um, a little oh. bit in Lucky One. And it's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> Story-wise, that that was how they explained how they just lost a couple of their members. Like, oh, they just got yeah. lost in the maze. <laughs> like, they didn't leave. Aww. They didn't leave the label. They just got lost in a maze. Um, yeah, R. true R. story. Yeah. yeah. And then Chris, we decided to release his song the same day as them. Weird. Oh. Yeah. Oh. There's there's history. There's Ugh. history. <laughs> but even if we get into all of this, it has nothing to do with the actual like the song has nothing to do with this video oh yeah yeah <laughs> indeed like the actual song is not attached to what's happening in the video right right i mean lyrically you know it looks like it's a song between you know two people who teeter on the precipice of precipice. dating but haven't officially revealed their affections i mean as they're going through this maze if i wanted to force a connection maybe they're unlocking the path to their fangirl's heart or i don't know <laughs> something cheesy about like opening up the, the lockbox to their to the uh, heart and the reflection. I, I, okay, that, that, that's, that's really forcing it. Um, let's pretend that didn't happen. Uh, but we do know that Chanyeol uh, helped compose the lyrics. And um, there are points where it says, like, no matter where their lover goes, their heart will be drawn to them like gravity, you know, saying, quote, uh, you said I was your future, and now I am just your past. Oh. Yeah. And the members also lament, you said you loved only me, that your heart would forever stay by my side so I gave you everything and then now you are leaving me so yeah it, it, it's uh okay I, I'm not gonna you know force the the story and the lyrics together it's yeah two different things yeah it's completely different things really what I'm completely here for and I only care about in this music video period is the fashion <laughs> yes. like the fashion yes, is yes. The one thing that I feel SM dominates in sometimes is they just know how to put these boys in multiple costumes and like make me live 
every single time. So we get <laughs> we get some form of leather in almost every single scene, which I'm here for. <laughs> There's flashy outerwear, lots of really colorful sweaters, mm-hmm. and then just like so many accessories, so many chains. It's oh my god, when leather and when chains. Su- when Suho is SM wearing the old man, yeah, they're wearing he's wearing this old man vest and then like chain on chain on chain. I was like, you look like you're in the 80s. <laughs> it also has some of the best and worst hair of all time, which oh, poor, poor Schumann. The, he just got done dirty so hard in this video with that horrible hair. Man, everybody's but, been saying that, but I don't mind it. Like, I like that that fluffy you got electrocuted look. <laughs> that's how I'm going to describe <laughs> it. You got electrocuted. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah that's, yeah. that's how I describe it. I don't think it looks that bad. Like everybody's been saying that he, he got the poor end, but oh, honestly, just, I, I like it. He's just so cute. It makes it fine for me. <laughs> Although the, the hairstyle that I was the happiest to see was Dio because oh. he finally got his hair back. Looks so much better. <laughs> um, But like, really, let's all be honest. The only thing that matters is Kai in a crop top. <laughs> because kind of crop top is all I've ever wanted without knowing that that's what I wanted. See, this this is where, like, Uh-oh. you know, me as, like, a straight male, I, I feel just really unequipped to, you know, enter and join this conversation. But You could, uh, you could get a crop top. I, it's it's totally okay. You no, should try no it out. No one wants to see my dad bod in a, <laughs> in a crop top. Did you yeah. see their life stages? I, I mean, this wasn't their only... I, I know you're really into the leather and the chains and the S&M entertainment, but did you see their military outfits and their live stage, you know, comeback yeah. concepts? Yeah, no, I loved it, but, like, when is Kai coming into the, with the crop top? Like, that's the performance that I'm waiting for. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> like, the military outfit's super cool, but I need to see yeah. him live in a crop top. <laughs> I need to see him come here and perform live in a crop top. <laughs> military outfits, I guess, I'll have to do for now. <laughs> um, I do want to say we have to talk about Lei mm-hmm. in this video. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, it was like, it was so lovely to see his face, but I felt that even between both videos that SM kind of tricked everyone into thinking he'd be more involved in this comeback. And I felt a little bit gypped. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I think, though, most Exo Wells kind of had a feeling that he wasn't going to be involved, at least in the promotion aspect. Maybe definitely in the album, because, you know, on, like, October 29th, I think it was recently, like, hey, he's going to have a fan meeting in New York on the, yeah. the 6th of November. It's like, oh, cool. And then the album comes out on the 2nd. So how is he going to be there for yeah. the promotion? So I, just I think we had an idea going into it that he wasn't going to be there. But still, it's always great to see him yeah. at least, you know, being in there, being involved. Yeah. I just <laughs> thought he would even maybe have more lines than he normally does in the Chinese version. Mm-hmm. But it was just... Oh, God, he's so beautiful, and just seeing his face is so nice every time. And we got two, like, very, very quick cuts of him, but it was perfect, mm-hmm. at least in this one. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, moving on to the choreography of the piece. Um, oh. I, I mean, it, it was something distinguishing. Um, in the promotions, you know, Kai explained that the song's powerful choreography was designed to be dynamic and hurtling, like a speedy motorcycle. Uh, well, Schumann said that it even involves fist-wielding movements to emphasize EXO's manly image. Manly in that crop top. Mm. <laughs> but on that point of manliness, like, I gotta say, just watching them do that choreography and agree mm-hmm. with Schumann, like, there is so much, like, arm, yeah. rapid, really quick arm movements that they're pumping all the time. Like, 
that requires mm-hmm. a lot of upper body strength and you're not going to get that in choreography for say a female group of course but yeah. like i mean this is of where course. like that that manly image really comes yeah. into play i think for me though the real question is is this memorable choreo is this the thing that you're gonna see boys do on produce 101 you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. and for me i don't i don't think you need a point dance per se to be memorable but i do think that for me personally there's like much stronger exo choreo in you know monster even coco bop i think is more memorable in a way oh, like yeah. Yeah. i'm i'm not i'm not really sure if this one is gonna stick per se honestly for me the choreography is very accessible like Mm -hmm. you you mentioned like strength and and how it it shows their manliness but honestly the first performance that i watched i was kind of underwhelmed yeah like it didn't actually have that much of an impact for me it all seemed very like i said accessible Mm -hmm. yeah like i'm I'm kind of like where where is the 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 choreo for me because Mm -hmm. you say maybe like it it has all these arm movements that you usually see in like female choreography, like a lot of girl groups, like it's very arm centric. And so well, that's but, what but, I thought I mean, about like, when I was girl watching it. You the whole get thing. like the very smooth and fluid like arm movements, right? Because it's like sexy mm-hmm. and, and alluring, right? But and this with, is very with, aggressive. with men, yeah, it's like, like, it's like um, it's thrusting, you know. It's like going like uh, uh, it's like going in and out a lot, really rapidly and quickly. And it's that that quick, rapid, uh, fist wheeling movement. I think that that conveys that sense of manliness that you get with X. Yeah, I don't know. I was more underwhelmed with this one. I actually prefer both song and performance of the other one that they're performing on shows called Ooh La La. That oh, yeah, I thought definitely. had better, but I felt similarly when Coco Bop came out because I was like, eh, Coco Bop's kind of like, it's a good song. It's an okay choreo, but the Eve is amazing. Mm-hmm. And the Eve was the one that they were doing as like the, the B side performance. So I, I'm, I'm starting to think that like maybe the B sides are the ones that should be their main singles because the choreo is always better. And I remember, like, I listen to the songs more often than the lead singles. So, I don't know. Maybe there's something with that. I I do think that I haven't really loved their choreography since Monster, maybe. Monster was probably yeah. my favorite last choreography. It was yeah, so strong. Memorable, yeah. Yeah. That, there was something very, I don't know, that visual X, I, like... Yeah, I don't know. That was very distinguishing in K-pop. When they're all on top of each other and, you know, there's so much... There, it was just more, and it was also just I feel more attached to the song. This, the, mm-hmm. I will say, what they decided to do with the um, acapella dynamic. section, the choreo for that section, I didn't hate because mm-hmm. I think that's the only way you could do that if you're actually going to do like real vocals. Sure. Um, yes. Right. Yes. Definitely. But that was the only part that I found kind of memorable. The rest of it, I was like, I'm probably going to forget this choreo in a week. Y- you know what? What it made this really <laughs> memorable. And we're about to get it to it in the music here, but there's yeah. that bed squeaking like throughout. Oh. If they had <laughs> yeah. something in the choreo that yes. made sense to also have that bed squeaking, I don't know, something that plays off of it and vice versa. Dance on a bed. I, or, I don't know, something, you know, a little wink, wink, nudge, nudge in the choreography yeah. that would time with the bed squeaking. I mm-hmm. think that would have made this song a lot more memorable. And we know Kai is not 
versed to getting on the floor and humping the ground. So if they want to do that in the next performance, I'm fine with that. In the crop in the cr- yeah. I was gonna say, yeah. Yeah, it's it's EXO. Like yeah. if you if you watch Playboy, if you watch a lot of their live performances, they are they are not shy to just hump the ground for a good like ten seconds. And I don't hate it. So in other words, <laughs> just change up the entire choreography, just hump the ground for an entire three minutes. Done. In a crop Memorable top. choreography. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody in a crop top. Okay, okay. You listening S and M Entertainment? Oh, and, and do it in leather and chains. Um, so here's it. my question. Is this Magic Mike the XO version? That's always. Who, who, would, who wants that? I do. Yeah, there yes. you go. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. I, I, as a straight male, I, I would say that that would be... Uh, Memorable, ideal, but, uh, yeah, very memorable. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, so moving cool. along, talked about the bed squeaking. Let's go into the music, yes. Michaela. This song, when I first heard it, it was everything that I love in an EXO song. It was smooth. It had this amazing R and B groove. And it was, you know, it's a dance track, so it's got a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. But it's also in, like super sexy, yeah. super yeah. like just the. The vocal texture and like the vocal harmonies are just, uh, it's, ev- it's again, it's everything I love. Like the reason I got into EXO was because they have such an amazing vocal line. Because mm-hmm. in the bridge of this song, it's really where you start to hear these acapella elements coming mm-hmm. in and you get to hear the strength of oh, yeah. the vocal line I, and I all think, the harmonies. Yeah, we can all agree that the acapella part of the song was a gamble it was risky yeah and it was it worked like that was like i would say the redeeming like audio quality of the song just that acapella yeah i i honestly would have rather this song just been an acapella song because that when it got there i was like go back and do the rest of the song now like this like this is amazing and it reminded Mm. me so much of um boys to men's motown philly breakdown Mm -hmm. Ooh. Yeah, that's it, a good comparison. And I, it's just such a great, it's such a great decision to go down that way because nobody is really doing that in K-pop. You know, um, although I, I wouldn't be adverse mm. to more bed squeaks, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, <laughs> I you know, can't, one, I can't do it. <laughs> one thing I would potentially change in that acapella breakdown, very subtle, um, is I would mm-hmm. just add a, a beatboxing. You know, acapella beatbox. Just mm. keep that like percussion, that rhythm, kind of going with that with the acapella, and I think it would you know just add a little bit more to it, and then I think it would play well. I, I don't know. I kind of disagree with you because I feel like the the beauty of the acapella section is the fact that it is mostly that, you know, melodic harmony and very little sort of backing melody with like yeah. the doom doom dooms that you usually I, hear that's, in acapella. For me, it's like that doom 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 doom. That's my favorite yeah. part. Like that's the part that takes it back to Motown Philly. They it's that same lower bass. You don't need anything else. Kind of doom 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 sound. You know. Yeah. Um, 
I think that yeah, and you get it really. And and in the in the rest of the song, you have that contrast of the fact that they have these like really distorted vocals, and then sections where you do hear that percussive element Mm -hmm. a lot. Yeah, and so I think having you know the acapella be the acapella section, and then having everything else where the the synths come back in and the percussion comes back in. Having that contrast, I think, is what makes the song great. Yeah, there's more acapella through the song. Like, actually, acapella means there's nothing underneath it. That's the whole point of it. Mm -hmm. Um, But we like to use acapella as just, like, people singing in harmony, which, again, does not happen as much in K-pop these days. So I think what, yeah, harmonizing is, like, something we've lost out on a lot. So I think the thing Mm -hmm. is, is that, like... EXO nails the harmonies in this. The problem is, is they do so much other, sorry, excuse my language in it, that like it takes away, (laughs) it takes away from the parts of this song that are so strong, which are the vocals, you know? Mm. Maybe I needed all the other stuff to appreciate how wonderful it was, but I needed that part to be so much longer. Remember, um, it was Mm. EXO's growl. We had a very similar, you know, change, right? You know, where it's like, you know, Mm -hmm. and then it goes, and that's where you really like, it's like like a literal spotlight in the music video, Um, but also Mm -hmm. uh, metaphorically a spotlight on the acapella and you know EXO mm-hmm. has a track record of doing that well so um, I think it was probably falling in that same spirit and maybe we just need more of that mm-hmm. from EXO I think maybe we've lost sight of that yeah. in recent yeah. years they have an amazing R&B breakdown this reminded me more of an NCT 127 song than it did an EXO song hmm. there were so many elements there were so many layers I think EXO is best when you strip it away a little bit and I feel like that's what they've mostly done. They've had songs that are like really intense, but this one was like mixing that thing EXO does so well, which is this really awesome lyrical and and sonically beautiful um, harmonizing. And then they added way too many elements on top of it, you know? Mm. Um, I, that's personally how I felt about it. I just thought like it changed up too much. Um, that dis- vocal distortion with that super deep voice kept modulation. throwing me every time it happened. Yeah, I did not like that. Yeah. So there's, cer- I feel like there are certain things like uh, the bad squeaks reminded me of an NCT 127 song called My Baby Don't Like It, um, which also <laughs> at least it's age appropriate. But like I, it, yeah. it was just it was a weird it was a weird sound to have. Like I get it goes like it kind of goes back to R and B, but like I was like yeah. what. <laughs> What's it's happening? A typical R&B song. Yeah, yeah, and those those are, that's totally understandable because in a song like Lotto, that was mm. the same problems problems that people had with Lotto was that it was so distorted on the vocal, and EXO doesn't need auto tune on their vocals no. because well, no. it's, yeah, they're I so mean, amazing there's, there's, just by yeah, themselves. Like, there, there are times where like you don't need it, but you do it because you're trying to add mm. some more like audio texture. You know, or you're you're trying to add more mm. flavor um, to the song, and we we've seen pitch bending many times within SM Entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Another strong example is Red Velvet's "Red Flavor," where you mm-hmm. I, I can't, I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah. do it. But I mean, you, yeah. you know, like in that case, it was used on loop in the instrumental. In this case, it was used to like, mm-hmm. okay, we're gonna deepen As their voice. yeah that verse. Uh, yeah. Perhaps to fill in some of those lower frequencies, but like when they go into that acapella section, where like, doom, 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 um, I can tell you mm-hmm. there was 
some artificial manipulation to deepen those voices like you yeah. can no tell. like really what? but that being said even <laughs> though shocked. that acapella manipulation was indeed manipulated it filled those lower mm-hmm. ranges and i think it did it better than the very obvious like you know electronic pitch modulation that you got in some yeah. of the verses of yeah. that song but that's the great thing because i can listen to lotto but then i also can listen to sing for you and you get this beautiful clear vocal and then yeah. the ratchet r&b distorted vocal <laughs> in lotto. despite the song's name uh it maintains a constant tempo throughout like you know i, I checked it just before this episode yeah. it remains a consistent 116 beats per minute although the percussion changes which makes it feel like you're slowing down despite the bpm yeah. being the same throughout yeah. and and it's that sort of slowing down feeling that allows those bridges to mm-hmm. be extended and mm-hmm. you really get to hear everybody's shine especially suho because for, for like this song has one of the most equal part distributions yeah of, of exo song recently so you get to hear suho shine in that bridge and sehun gets to rap for more than 10 <laughs> seconds in his verses mm-hmm. so yeah. even though the tempo isn't messed up it's allowing for the sections to be longer and when they start to have a slower groove to, to the mm-hmm. song all right, it's about that time, y'all. It's time to give our final scores. So for the concept, mm. concept being the visuals, the choreography, everything visual, one being the lowest and five being the highest, how would you rate the concept? Um, I'm going to give this a two. I didn't what, care for d- it. Despite the crop top. <laughs> And the leather and the chains. Okay, the cr- yeah, okay, like you okay. went on about that crop okay. top for a little while. I'm saying it probably would have been a one if it weren't for the crop top and the leather. Okay. <laughs> it's, oh, okay. It's I didn't care for the video. I didn't really understand what was going okay. on. But crop top, uh, Michaela. Okay, I, I mean I agree. I mean it, it, I I have a three. It's an SM box. There's not really much going on. So I I agree, but I'm still going to bump it up one more point. Well, it's (laughs) also a two for me. Um, A very strong Mm -hmm. box concept. And um, unfortunately for me, like it's fairly forgettable, um, but I'm not going to forget that crop top. All right. Moving on to the audio. (laughs) One being the lowest and five being the highest. Again, audio being everything auditory, the song, the music. How'd you rate it? I have to give this a strong 3.5. Hmm. It's a great release. It's it's one of those songs, like I said, it has everything in an EXO song that I love. But, you know, comparing it to their discography, it's still yeah. only a 3.5. What about you, Pilo? Yeah, so it's a 2.9 for me. For fairly forgettable, mm. unfortunately. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 2.7, slightly lower. I That acapella part saved it for me, but... I will probably have it stuck in my head for a little bit, but I'm going to be mostly listening to those Bazi songs, the um, other two songs that he produced on there. I like those better. Okay. Well, we've arrived at the end of the show. We've assessed (laughs) the story, the lyrics, the concept, the visuals, (laughs) the crop tops, the leather, and the chains. (laughs) So is this song... The Dio side chain. chain. Oh, yeah, even all those things. Yeah. Um, so, is this song. Daybuck or not? Not for me. Sorry, guys. No. I'm not sorry. For me. Not for oh, me. okay. I understand. I mean, it's Daybuck for me. Okay, okay XOL yeah. represent. Okay. okay, there we go. Yeah, okay, I good. have to represent. Okay, so, <laughs> XOLs can, can, can actually listen to this not episode. Hate us. But not hate Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. 
I'll say Daybok for the rest of the album. I definitely oh, think okay. I'd recommend okay. the album. Yeah, okay. I think it's a good album. Here you go. All right, well, wrapping this episode up, we had some listener feedback. Tennessee Appeal, a.k.a. Stephen Knight from K-Pop Unmuted, agreed with Michaela that, and Ariana, that this was <laughs> the best album of the year. Definitely uh, tons not the best of album great of the year. dance music, and even the slow songs are good, slow jams, not dull ballads, he tweets. Marie, or Fan Oma, listened to our Hot Issue episode, and she said, thanks for this episode at Ariana. My solution is Cube should sign the East Light and in a transparent manner support them in recovery. Then Joe Chan can join them and they can ride it off into the sunset. That's the only way Cube is going to be saved for me at this yeah. point. All right, well, be sure to join us for our K-pop Twitter chats run by weekly on Tuesdays using the hashtag K-pop chat. In our last chat, we discussed Monster X's recent comeback shootout, along with your thoughts on the possibilities of a breakthrough in the U.S. market. At Fatia Zaiza said, Of course Monster X can break through the U.S. market, although that won't be easy. But as we can see from their previous worldwide tour, their fan base are growing big and people are accepting them as they are. Every group have their own charm and so does Monster X. The K-Pop cast is produced by DJ Peter Lowe, Stephanie Parker, Ariana Khan, and edited by Peter Lowe and Michaela J. Ariana and Stephanie lead the K-Pop chat, and Ramen Mon runs our Instagram. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, and tell your friends. So signing off, let our listeners know where they can find you online, and what male idol do you want to see in a crop top next? Ariana. You can find me at on Twitter at Ariana underscore Y underscore con. And I'm just going to have to go with my ultimate bias, Jin from BTS. <laughs> I need to see it. Yeah, that's understandable because we all thought he was going to be in a crop top in that last uh, oh, release God, pictorial. I, I want it so well, bad. For me, you can find me at Michaela J K Pop on Twitter. And I have to say Dio going on ah. this EXO theme because he's one of those members. He's, he's like one of the more conservative members. He really doesn't show much skin. So seeing him in a crop top would be amazing. Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. You can find me at DJ Peter Lowe. And my answer is JYP. Don't forget to tell us your answer of course. by tweeting at us at the K Podcast. And we'll catch you all on the next episode. Bye. Bye. This has to be like a, a clear cape, like crop top, right? Oh yeah, plastic, you know, <laughs> clear see-through. And then maybe he needs to like wear like a tank top or something underneath it, just to be extra ridiculous. Draw on abs. Oh, yeah, yeah, draw in the abs in between. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying Jin because recently um, somebody posted a video of like his shirt coming up during dance practice, and I almost lost it. Oh right, there was like a whole like Jin abs gate because well, I just watch it all the time. <laughs> It's literally distracting me. He's mm-hmm. got abs for days. His abs are totally daybox. <laughs> totally. If we're going to give any daybox today, it is definitely in his abs. Okay.